The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Red Board Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of Little Red Feather Racing Club. Michelle Yu is joining me from Parts Unknown. Where are you, Michelle Yu? I'm actually at home, Billy. Just wow. got back from the farm where I was riding babies. How was that? It was good. Yeah? Yep. Have we talked since I got back from Mexico? Did we do well, a show? not on this show because we skipped Thanksgiving week. Right. We, but we did uh, the pick five for Pete and we did Beach Boss. So you heard about me trying to ride horses. <laughs> I did. Yeah. But the rest of our audience did not hear about that. It was, it was pretty, it was, uh, I, seriously, like trying to, first of all, putting my leg around the horse, I was like, ooh, maybe I need a skinnier horse. Um, <laughs> it was very difficult and it felt like my, my inner thighs were just going to um, completely rip off my body. That's what it felt like. <laughs> it was awful, but it was fun. Awfully fun. Um, we have a great show. Michelle, who's our guest today? Someone special. Our guest today is Kelly Dorman, and he is the father of Cody Dorman, which if you are not living under a rock, you know exactly who Cody is. Um, he is the namesake behind Cody's Wish, Breeders' Cup winner, and Vox Populi nominee, or finalist, I guess you could say. Um, and so we're going to talk to Kelly. Now, while they technically don't own Cody's Wish, he's owned by Godolphin. They have had a relationship with this colt since he was a yearling. They have been to all of his big races, and that culminated with a win in the Breeders' Cup. So we're going to get to hear from Kelly how that experience has been, um, kind of living like what an owner wants to do, but not actually owning the horse. So it's a little sidestep, but I thought it was an interesting story, and you know, the Vox Populi is the voice of the people. So the people want to know more about the Dormans. Yeah, I can't I can't watch that story anymore. I cry so hard. Do you think he'll make us cry? I hope not. Yeah, I'm not in a crying mood, although it is kind of gloomy outside today. I know, I like it. You like it when it's gloomy? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I do. Okay. All right, before we uh, meet with uh, our guest, how about three things of note, Michelle? Okay, so the first thing of note is so sad. Oh, no. Ouija board passed away. Oh, man. I saw that. She was a seven-time grade one winner, two-time winner of the Breeders' Cup. She went to like 150 countries. Um, and she was awesome. So she passed away. They didn't say why, but she was like 21 or 22. Um, you know my Ouija board story? No. I think I've told this before. Wait, like a real Ouija board or like the horse? No, the horse. I've never done a real Ouija board. But the horse, I, um, I was at the Breeders' Cup in 2004. At Lone Star Park, and after they had the dirt horses go out, they had the turf horses allowed to go on the on the grass. 
So, um, but they were warming up in like the shoot, and it was Ouija board, Kitten's Joy, and Singletary, the oh three of them. In and they were just doing like a little kind of just you know warm up trot in a little circle, just kind of walking around. And um, I was standing next to Dale Romans, and I didn't really know Dale Romans. No one knew who we were. This is 2004. This was just the start of Little Red Feather. And Dale Romans is watching me, and and he kind of comes up to me, and he puts his arm around me, and uh, he's like, is that your horse? Pointing to Singletary. And I was like, yes, it is, sir. And he was like, he looks just as good as the other two. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you know who the other two are? And I'm like, I I think it's Kitten's Joy, and I think that's Ouija board. And he's like, you're right. And I was like, wow. It was so cool. It was just... That's awesome. Uh, it was really that cool. That is so Dale Romans, by the way. Total Dale Romans. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Anyway. All right. Sorry about Ouija board. That is a, a, a loss. And she was a fucking awesome. Sorry. Um, okay. Our second thing of note is that during the – because we have owners listening, want to let you know of some opportunities coming up. And the Keeneland January sale will actually – it's an all-ages sale hmm. – will be the dispersal of the Generazio bloodstock. And we have had them – on our show, but uh, they're the patriarch of the Generazios did pass away, so they are going to um, be dispersing of. I don't know if it's all of their stock, but a lot of their stock, including racing broodmare prospect Mischievous Dream, who's a stakes-winning filly, Pure Bodie, a half sister to Pure Sensation, and Market Legacy, who's a half sister to Discreet Mark who's being offered in full to Disco Partner, who they also raced. So oh, that's, that's going on. sad and nice, too. Two sad yeah. stories to start. This is like a sad show today. Um, it, it, Well, you know, it's an emotional show. Do you know my Discreet Mark story? No. One of the greatest, it, the last grade one matriarch ever run was at Hollywood Park, mm-hmm. and it featured seven graded stakes winners, I believe six grade one winners. I remember the race. Discreet Mark took the lead when they turned for home past a big white filly named Egg Drop. And, uh, and the call from Vic Stoffer at, at the 16th bowl was, Egg Drop battles back! And Egg Drop beat Discreet Mark on the wire uh, to win her grade one in the Matriarch. The last one ever run at Hollywood Park. Very nice. Yeah. And, just, and we were back in the... Uh, it was funny. Uh, I don't know if it was funny, but we were back in the... Uh, uh, at Hollywood Park, after the race, they'd go back to the backside and walk around in the. Um, why, why can't I think of this word right now, Michelle? Backside. No, but the, the detention. You know, after the race. So, um, and and I I just remember discreet marks. Um, whoever was there for them was just so angry, <laughs> so angry. It's pretty funny. Anyway, okay, moving on. Point three. Uh, and then our third thing of note is a little. Interesting. We do have the racing symposium. Yeah. Coming up uh, this next week, the sixth, the sixth or the ninth, I think it is. And representatives from HISA, as well as the Horse Racing Integrity and Welfare Unit, not only are going to be on hand to talk to everybody in you know their pa- panels. Sure. Also going to be available for private one-on-ones with people or companies or racetracks to be able to really get into depth about specific situations so oh. i thought that was interesting because that is interesting I feel like anytime they're having these like town halls they're heavily attended and they're looked at a lot so if you're there now you know yeah um have you ever been 
I've never done symposium. Have you? No, I never have. Maybe we should go one year. Yeah. What are you eating? Oh, you can hear me eating. No, what is? The, you, I just heard you like sharpening a knife. Oh, well, that's my chopsticks. Oh, you're eating sushi. No, I wish. Uh, I made myself fried rice and dumplings for lunch. Look at you. I had some leftover rice, and that's so easy to just whip up like a fried rice. Um, I want to, before we get to our guest, and I think we're probably going to talk about this later, but I wanted to thank everybody out there for really um, the uh, Colmas Calls for Karma program is off to a rousing start. People are really? loving it. Um, they're using it. They're sold out every Did day for this weekend. No, I didn't go. Well, I mean, it's for a good cause. I don't know if you've ever heard of this charity, Karma. No, I, it has nothing to do with me. I can, I, I'm, I, yes. I, I, okay, you know what? You're right. I, I'll go and do it this weekend. Thank you. You're you right. Take a video of it. Okay. How about if I just go up and say hi to Larry? No. <laughs> I believe you're going to leave the $100 for Karma. I will. I'll just donate. I donate to Karma all the time. You should donate all your Beach Boss winnings. I don't win in Beach Boss. You crushed <laughs> this week. Again, Michelle, for the fir- for those of you who don't follow Beach Boss, Michelle, for the first time, went all uh-huh. in on a horse. 100 to win on uh, Phil D'Amato's um, Hong uh-huh. Kong Harry, who we both kind of loved. And we told everybody the day before on our broadcast with Pete that we loved Hong Kong Harry. But I chickened out because I knew Michelle was going to do it. And she won. Congratulations. For once. Once. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll uh, we'll have our guest, the the father of Cody from Cody's Wish. All right, back here on the owner's box, and we have a very special guest today. It's Kelly Dorman. He is the dad, the father of Cody Dorman, who all of us have fallen in love with with the Cody Wish story. First of all, Kelly, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate having you. I appreciate the opportunity to be on here. You've you've done a lot of these interviews. I'm sure you've asked you've been asked a ton of questions. We want to kind of let people get to know you a little bit and take us back in time and talk about uh, how you were introduced to uh, horse racing and especially the uh, the the world of horse racing ownership. I, you know, I've been familiar with horses for a long time. You know, and horse racing too. I've, I had some cousins that. Uh, was uh, into horse racing a lot. Uh, actually, one of them, he, uh, uh, he was a trainer, I think, uh, back in the mid-'80s or something. He worked for the horse, finished second in the Derby. Wow. Uh, that horse's name was Coax Me Chad. I think the trainer that he uh, worked under was uh, Ronnie Warren. Was that right? Sounds uh, right. I don't know if I... Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know... Uh, you know, we, me and my wife both, we grew up on farms. We had a few horses, things like that. Of course, you know, uh, being here in Kentucky, you know, you have to keep up with the Derby, you know, every year. But, uh, uh, you know, being a, somebody goes to the track a lot, things like that, you know, we, uh, you know, I've been to Keeneland and Churchill, and, but, uh, you know, following it like we do now, I, you know, uh, uh, never done that, but uh, <laughs> pretty Pretty embellished in it right now. <laughs> Plan- planning vacations around horse races—that's a—that's a racing people thing for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, take us take us back in time to how this this whole thing started with Cody, with Cody's wish, with Godolphin. Um, just give us a little history. Obviously, tell us a little bit about Cody, and we'll get into what happened at the Breeders' Cup after that. But uh, give us like a get, take our audience back in time. How did this all start? Back in 2018, uh, Cody was granted a wish from Make-A-Wish. Uh, uh, oddly, oddly, his actual wish wasn't uh, to go see the horse or anything like that. Uh, he, Cody's always loved fishing and stuff, so it, his wish kind of centered around that. But uh, every year for about 15 years, Keeneland does a uh, Make-A-Wish Day. And uh, kids in this area, they... Uh, so they get chosen some of them get chosen as, and they make them VIPs for that day that's awesome and a lot of the farms in this area uh, uh, host the kids that you know they get to go tour the farm uh, some of the equine hospitals uh, is involved in this too but they just kind of give the kids uh, you know a hands-on you know experience to uh, uh, you know see the farms and visit them and stuff so we got to go to uh, Gainesboro Farm, uh, and you know, uh, living in there, I, you know, we'd driven by these farms for years and always admired them. You know, uh, you know, it's like a Sunday evening drive, it's great to go uh, just to get to see all these farms. You know how nice they are. Sure. Uh, I mean, they're all just gorgeous. You know, and I I never thought I'd have an opportunity to actually be on one, and. Uh, so we got the chance. Cody was a VIP that day <laughs> for Make a Wish, and uh, we got to go to our Gainesboro. So, you know, we was excited, but a little nervous. Didn't know what to expect. You know, I, I was interested in seeing how, uh, you know, the inside of, of how everything works on, on one of these farms and stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Danny Mulvihill, the manager of Gainesboro, he uh, – he took us around, tour, uh, you know, we toured the farm and uh, just showed us the ins and outs and stuff. And we went up to one of the barns where uh, they keep had some mares with the folds and stuff. And, and I think he actually uh, brought out two or three mares, you know, and folds before uh, he brought out, uh, seemed to be Cody's wish. But, you know, they was kind of worried about uh, – you know the wheelchair Cody, sure. Cody has. You know sure. how the foals would react. So we, you know, we were just keeping a safe distance and getting to see him. It was real neat. And uh, he brought out a, a mare named Dance Card, and uh, he said, uh, you know, Cody's wish uh, was a, a real laid back foal. So he brought them out, and uh, uh, I don't know. You know, I always say he just kind of uh, little foal wasn't going to take uh, no for an answer, and he just kept. Creeping up to Cody and kind of sniffed around <laughs> on him a little bit. That's amazing. La- yeah, lady's head in his lap and uh, wow. Uh, uh, you know, kind of, you know, they done their little special thing. It was really neat. But uh, you, you know, what was what was uh, Cody's reaction to that? Uh, you know, he he was smiling. He was he was happy. He he liked it. You don't Cody don't show a lot of real. Uh, a lot of times instant emotion, sure. uh, right. you know, but, uh, after the fact, you know, you, you really see it. Uh, but he, he may have been a little surprised too, but he was, a, uh, 
Uh, I don't know. He had that little smirky grin, kind of like he always gets every time they're <laughs> together still. But, uh, and, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, that, uh, Cody's wish was going to tell him, you know, you know, we're going to, you know, be best friends. So, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. And, uh, yeah, uh, but you know, I didn't really, the magnitude of, of their connection didn't really sink in to me personally. Uh, I, you know, I, I appreciated uh, that that moment that they had and stuff. And then, uh, you know, as he got older, I think he, he was close to two years old, they, they called us, Mary Bourne, uh, uh, at, uh, at Gainesboro. She uh, manages their office. She actually named him, and uh, they said, uh, you know, they've never had that happen either, you know, that kind really? of interaction. That's wild. Yeah. And, and so she called you, and did she ask permission, or did she say, hey, we'd like to name this horse Cody's Wish? Well, she, I think she told me, she said, I hope you don't mind, but she asked me, she said, do you remember that happening? And I said, uh, uh, yeah, I remembered it like it was yesterday. And I actually told Danny when it happened, I, you know, I said, if, if that little horse right there has half the heart cody has man he's gonna do some awesome stuff oh <laughs> my goodness that's uh, so great kelly dorman such- joining Sorry. us here on the owner's box go ahead michelle i'm i can't believe it was such like an impactful moment not only for you but for the staff at godolphin that you know this is you're talking about he was still a suckling because he came out with his mom and she's not naming him to like his two-year-old year uh, that it was such yeah, he, something imprinted in their mind that it, it, you know, that they kept this thought over that stop that time period. Yeah, I think he was a uh, probably right around right at around six months old when that happened. That moment mm-hmm. happened, and uh, yeah, she called me and she said, "I hope you know, ask ask if I remember that." Of course, I did, and you know, she explained to me that they had never had had that happen, and that kind of really meant a lot to them, you know, for that you know them to have that kind of interaction and she said i hope you don't mind but we named that horse after your son cody and uh that's so cool yeah and usually (laughs) just so you know and i know michelle knows this usually when things like this happen it doesn't work right when you name it after people the horses don't (laughs) do well i mean it's just well that's what's so amazing about this story so keep going so did after they I, I mean, this only the stuff I've read and that I've seen that that Cody's wish, did, you know, started off okay, but wasn't a superstar yet. Yeah, it. Uh, you know, it, just looking back and reflecting, especially after the Breeders' Cup, how how everything has always failed perfectly, like a you know, like a perfectly written story uh, or, a, or or movie or whatever, you know, just like everything has always kind of fell into place. And of course, you know, when, when she told me they named him after, you know, after Cody it was like getting a bucket of ice water dumped on me, you know, I, uh, you know, it was just, you know, for somebody, uh, you know, for, you know, and, and, ho- and horse racing on that level to, to honor him, that alone meant so much to us. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, of course, we're excited, and and, and she, <laughs> uh, every time I talked to him about it, Mary, you know, she would kind of, kind of, pardon the pun, pull the reins back on us a little bit. You know, don't don't get too excited. You know, a lot of them <laughs> don't even make it to the track, uh, all that stuff. And and uh, I, you know, I told her, I said, I said, Mary, I said, I, I understand all. That. I I know how all that works, but I said, I said, I've just got this deep down gut feeling that something. 
something phenomenal is going to come out of all this. Wow. I, said, I, I just, I just, I just, you know, you know, when you just know, you just know, I don't know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. I, I remember telling us that, but she, you know, she's, I, I think they was worried about us getting our hopes up real high and, and then he not working out and stuff. And, and if he didn't, that would have been fine. I, I've said from the get go and, and uh, you know, if he, if he'd have never made it to the track, that horse has already done more for Cody and us and a lot of people you know around close to us than we could ever ask ask of him Absolutely. i mean you know i didn't uh, the connection didn't really start really sinking in on me hard until i think it was uh the fall of 2020 that was a, the covid year when covid first started hit hit uh, you know, we hadn't seen Cody's wish in uh, almost two years. Uh, and uh, uh, Cody started going through some depression. Of course, you know, we was with all his medical issues, we'd locked down kind of hard. And uh, the previous year, he'd lost his grandfather. And, uh, uh, you know, it was just uh, kind of a, you know, not so happy time, you know. And we started doing things to try to get him uh, – get him out more, just get him a little more active, try to just kind of get him, get his head back in the game, so to speak. So one of the things we thought is, you know, he hadn't seen the horse and he can, Cody was excited about it. They had sent us pictures, you know, uh, how he was doing and, you know, here and there. So we called him and uh, luckily he was actually training at uh, the training center here at Keeneland and in, uh, in, uh, in Lexington and asked if we could just kind of take him by to see the horse one day, just, something you know something just try to get his mind sure. back yeah. where it needed to be and he was more than happy to do it so uh you know on the way up there i remember i was worried you know i said there's, there's probably no way this horse is going to remember him you know and and as as neat as it was the first time i, I there was part of me thinking you know maybe this is maybe that little foal was just it was all curiosity and stuff and I, I didn't you know we didn't know what to expect but anyway we took him down there and uh, of course it's been almost two years since they'd seen each other and uh, they done told us then you know he was he was a two-year-old he was pretty rambunctious uh, you know full of vigor and all this stuff and said uh, you know we're gonna let you see him but you can't get up close to him he's sure just, you know he's just right too dangerous and, yeah it's uh, dangerous you know, rowdy a little bit yeah and uh, and they brought him out of the barn, and uh, I remember it. It, uh, it kind of like took my breath away, you know. I mean, I, I, of course, he was smaller, obviously, when I first seen him. But of I mean, course. He, and we've been around <laughs> racehorses too. But he, he's, he's a big, a big boy. boy. I, I, that's kind of yeah. We refer to him that way, and I and uh, I mean, I mean, of course, I'm a little biased, but I think he's a gorgeous horse, you know, which most of them are anyway. But uh, he come out of that barn and. Uh, he looked at Cody, and he never even really noticed anybody else around that was wow. even there. And uh, they brought him up, and uh, uh, he he done the same thing again. He crept up to Cody and actually let Cody rub him on the nose. And Unbelievable. Stuff, and, uh, and they was pretty close. And then uh, Cody actually started laughing out loud, you know, like I call it, a, you know, a deep belly laugh like you heard the best joke you'd ever heard you know i mean he went from the trip up there 
you know, being depressed to the coming back home, being happy. Amazing. Uh, I mean, it's like it turned the switch in him. And, and the horse, you know, he never, not one single time, act, acted agitated or aggressive. Uh, uh, you know, we kind of hung out there for, uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes, I guess. And, uh, which you know, is a really long time to have a two-year-old racehorse out of a stall. Yeah, with with a wheelchair right in front of him. Yeah, and he, uh, uh, Johnny, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember his last name, uh, uh, works with the horses down at the training center. He he told us, he said, he remembers Cody. Uh, That's and wild. I said, you really think he does? And he said, he said, oh, yeah. He said, it's obvious. And, uh, but, you know, every single time, you know, after that, you know, I, I knew something, something was going on, uh, a lot more than just kind of curiosity. And but every single time we've ever been around him, which is, has not been a whole lot, you know, uh, race days. You know, we just luckily we've gotten to see him in the winter circle every time we've watched him race. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful for that. But uh, you know, <clears throat> we've took him to uh, Cody the backside of the track and. Uh, Cody's fed him carrots out of his hand. Uh, 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 trainers uh, last year, it was actually around this time, it was in November last year, he was at Churchill, and, uh, uh, you know, we took him over there for our early birthday present because uh, they said after he raced, they, he was going to Florida for the winter to train. And the trainers, they, they made Cody a birthday cake, and, uh, you know, it, it was really neat. That's so great. And, and the horse, horse uh, Cody's wish, he got to share some cake with Cody and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I think he might like cake a little better than Cody. But, oh, no, <laughs> no. That's so sweet. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about, like, what it feels like for you guys on a race day. So – you know, you have this horse, and there's obviously a connection between Cody's Wish and Cody, and now you're following him around to the races. What, What is it like for you from an excitement standpoint? Uh, it's a rush. It, I mean, it's a, you know, you know, I played football a long time ago, and, and, and I never thought I'd have a feeling like that again. Uh, you know, just, but it, I mean, it's, it's a rush. Uh, you know, the, the first race we went to, uh, uh, Cody's wish had run his first three races up at Belmont and Saratoga. He finished third in each one. Mm-hmm. And Cody, Cody speaks with a tablet. He, he's nonverbal, but he has a ta- tablet, uh, you know, kind of similar to how an iPad works. But uh, uh, it's got a camera on it, and then uh, Cody can move his head and kind of navigate through it, the different pages and things. But... You know, he can spell spell out things, and, and Cody's actually really smart. Uh, I mean, he's a whole lot smarter than, than I, you know, uh, I mean, he, he's actually scary smart, to be honest. But he uh, he told Leslie, my wife, uh, after he finished third in, in the third race he ran, he said uh, one day, he, he said he, he's not going to win until I'm there to see him. Oh. And, uh, on, seriously, and they brought him we promised you promised you weren't going to make us cry on this call. <laughs> but he, he did, and uh, uh, you know, and I know this stuff is is so I don't know what the word phenomenal, magnificent. I don't know what word to explain. Amazing, uh, you know. I text Danny or Mary or some of them over there, and I told them what he said, and uh, I, I don't know if it was 
they I, I don't know how hard they tried to make sure he got to Churchill or that was just kind of part of the path he he you know wound up on but uh, he, he got they brought him to Churchill and and I think August of last year and uh uh, you know, far as far as you ask me about race day experience, I mean, we got kind of baptized with fire on that one because, uh, uh, oh, are you still there? I'm yep. sorry. Oh, no, we're good. Yep. We hear you. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we went in and, uh, you know, Churchill and Godolphin and all of them, man, they, they treated us like kings. I mean, we, uh, they had a, somebody to show us around everywhere of course fox sports i think got wind of it you know uh, that was really the first time we really got nailed with a lot of cameras and uh, uh photographers and things like that uh, we've done a few little interviews here and there you know kind of make a wish stuff and things like that just kind of tell how, how neat things was hey but, kelly Kelly, let me let me interrupt you for one second. I apologize. Uh, uh, Kelly Dorman joining us here in the owners box. How did can you tell how Cody reacts to the the media attention? He he's uh, honestly he doesn't show a lot of emotion. Sure. I, mean, I mean every time uh, he he handles it well. Really, uh, you know uh, he doesn't seem like he gets overwhelmed. Uh, uh, you know, loud noises and stuff kind of irritates him more than anything. But the cameras, uh, he, he's uh, he's like doing the interviews. He, he's actually uh, he actually done an interview himself with uh, a, at a podcast up in Canada. Here oh, that's awesome! Ago. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> and it it does help uh, the uh, we get uh, the uh, people to. Uh, send us questions they're going to ask kind of kind of to, to speed things up more than anything what's the what's the is, what's uh, the one question you've been asked the most or cody's been asked the most i should say uh, you know everybody wants to know how it starts right you know yeah uh, uh i think that one you know just kind of from the of course yeah you know, well that's uh, that's an amazing uh, i mean amazing amazing story and michelle i know you have a question go ahead I yeah I well we're 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 getting through so he broke his maiden at Churchill with Cody's there and then you guys have been able to be at all of his victories culminating with the Breeders Cup can you just kind of walk us through Breeders Cup weekend and and what that was like to be there for him to win that oh I wouldn't <laughs> there's not all the money in the world wouldn't wouldn't equal to what uh, what that's meant to us I mean we uh, we soaked as much of it in during the week as we could you know we went to the, the post position drawing uh went uh one thing we really wanted to do and it was uh i enjoyed it is we got there before daylight just to see some of the horses work and mm-hmm. uh cody's wish was scheduled to work uh right right at around daylight uh that was that was really neat <coughs> and uh you know by then the story was really ramping up and, and a lot of people following it and uh you know it was just kind of uh, especially after he won the four go at, at uh, saratoga mm-hmm. uh it really started snowballing really getting big 
and uh, you know we walked in there and you know, we couldn't hardly walk very far you know without people hollering at us and not uh, you know go cody there's cody cody's wish uh, all that stuff and a lot of them was just wanting their picture took with cody and stuff this <laughs> total celebrity uh, yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah I, I remember we was actually leaving uh, the first day. We we was in the merchandise tent, and we was getting ready to leave, and there's this uh, elderly lady. She was uh, kind of funneling her way through the to, to get to checkout, and she looked at me and grinned real big. She said, that's Cody, isn't it? And I said, yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. And she said, she said uh, I don't know where she was from or what her name was. She said, I, I came a long ways to come to these races. And she said, I was hoping just to get to see him uh, during this time. And, and she kept apologizing. She thought she was bothering us. But, uh, I, you know, none of this has is, is been irritating to us or bother, you know, bothersome. Uh, and I thanked her and stuff. And she, she was kind of teared up a little bit. And I said, ma'am, I said, why don't, why don't you get your picture took with Cody? And she just lit up like a Christmas oh. tree. And that, that those little things like that kind of kind of means a lot. Uh, you know, I'll always have a memory of that, too. But uh, just, you know, I, I remember right after he won the race, we was, uh, the, the lady from NBC was getting ready to interview me, and everybody was in the winter circle. I didn't know how many people was behind <laughs> us. And uh, uh, she kind of looked at me, and she said, gosh, is all this your family? And I looked around, and I, <laughs> I've never seen that many people in winter circle before. <laughs> and uh, I said, no, it's just, you know, just, me and Kylie, Cody's little sister, and uh, my wife Leslie, and and then I, I kind of paused for a second. I said, I said, you know, after the past two days, I said, yeah, I guess you could say they they are family. That's I said, Everybody, everybody, Aunt Keeneland was family to us, uh, and that so cool. meant so much. I mean, uh, you know, the people that worked there, uh, you could just see how this has touched so many people. And 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 I, you know, I don't mean to sound cheesy, but it. It just—I'm glad to talk to anybody. I can talk to about it. I was tickled best to talk to you guys, just because this kind of helps give the world a little bit of a smile, and that—that that in itself means a lot to us. And and it—it—it it, it, it means a lot to Cody for all this get to get out. You know, Cody's had letters and stuff sent to him. Uh, you know, he—he it tickles him to death to get stuff like that. Uh, uh, the guy that actually called the race, uh, Larry Colmus. I was just going to ask you what you thought of what you thought of his call. Oh man, <laughs> you know every time I've seen that for about five hundred times, I think it gets better every time. <laughs> <laughs> but but we got a we got a, a letter a couple a week or two after that from Larry and uh, his a uh, little uh, flash card or cue card whatever whatever you call it for the race, you know, where he's got his notes jotted down yep. for each race. Uh, he hand wrote a, a letter to Cody and said, if anybody deserves this card, it's you and, and give it to Aww. him. That's very cool. And, Good job, Larry so Coleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did yeah. you say, Michelle? What's the call, I, Michelle? I don't, re I don't remember. Oh, come it. on. This one's for you, Cody. <laughs> the way I, it's I just come through. It was great. I was, uh, I only got the in-house call in my ear. Oh, that's right. I don't have Larry's call. Oh, well, I've watched you it. Know, I've watched uh, it a bunch, like Kelly. Yeah, if you've seen the little the, the video NBC did, it was uh, you know great. No, we they can't. I can't watch that again. 
It's, they actually came and uh, filmed with us for a couple of days to do that. And uh, if if you uh, haven't seen it, watch it. Bring a box of tissues and go for it. But I can only watch it once. I I'll tell you uh, something really cool that happened. Uh, we was gonna go see Cody's Wish. Uh, I think the Wednesday prior to the race, and uh, um, you know we're just gonna gonna try to sneak in, kind of let them see each other and do their thing and then leave and and uh, it, it kind of got out a little bit but NBC was wanting to, to come and uh, uh, finish up the last part of that story kind of kind of top it off sure and uh, uh, you know we you know we went down there and I, I was kind of a little nervous because you know usually when Cody's with the horse one-on-one there's only just a few people around everything's quiet and stuff and and everybody was quiet. It was real nice. But, I, you know, I didn't know how he'd react with probably, I don't know, there was probably 15, 20 people around, you know, people from the farm. Cameras. Uh, Breeders' Cup. The yep. trainer, a lot of stuff was going on. And uh, Bill Mott brought him out. And uh, he kind of stood there maybe maybe a minute, kind of just looking around and kind of trying to figure out why everybody was there. And I thought, well, he's not going to do nothing, but, you know, maybe we can get – they can get a few shots and stuff and use it. And then it, it's like, it didn't matter to him. The, the horse is like, it didn't matter to the horse that anybody was there. He kind of looked at Cody and then, uh, walked up to him again. And he stuck his nose right in Cody's lap. Unbelievable. And uh, yeah. And then I was standing right behind him and, and I was glad he done that, you know, cause you know, for people just to see it firsthand, uh, Mary, that had asked uh, the lady that named uh, Cody's wish. She she had, I don't think she had ever been with us at any. That was the first time she'd ever been with them when with those two were together. So I was really glad she got to see it. But uh, Cody's wish backed up uh, maybe a step, and they just kind of stared at each other for fifteen or twenty seconds. And you know it was really neat, and everybody was just quiet as church mice. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then he stepped back toward Cody and took his nose and rubbed it up and down Cody's cheek. Unbelievable. And, uh, <laughs> man, I fell apart. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I had to, I, yeah, I had to turn around and kind of compose yourself, get myself back together. Yeah. And I, when I turned back around, I looked up every single body there. I had tears rolling and it was just, uh, and we asked Cody that night, you know, if he was scared, you know, uh, you know, him being up that close to him. And Cody said, nope. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. This is such a great story. And as you said, it, it, it gives so much perspective to, to life and, and, you know, what we go through. And, you know, sometimes you're thinking about, you know, how rough your life is or how hard your day is or whatever it is. And, and you hear a story like this. And I think that's why it captured the hearts of, of pretty much everybody you know, in horse racing and around the country. And it's a tribute to you and your family, Kelly, and how you've handled it. Um, and uh, of course we, we wish you all the best and we wish, we wish Cody all the best and, and you, you'll have that call forever from Larry Colmes and you put his card up. I think that's just, I'm, I'm touched. I know Michelle, I I don't know if you have any final words, but, uh, I just want to thank you, uh, thank Cody and, 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 you know, hopefully, uh, it'll inspire others to get into horse racing and see what these majestic animals can do and really what's on the inside at this connection to uh especially to kids michelle yeah it, 
I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you know, we've had a lot of uh, Facebook messages and stuff, or, or a lot of people's contacting my wife that has kids uh, with medical issues and stuff, and, they, and they've all, a lot of them have said how much it means to their child and uh, to be able to see this and, you know, see somebody with, uh, that kind of walks the same path that uh, some of these kids do, that uh, seeing Cody be able to do this and stuff, it kind of makes them happy. And that, and that, that means a lot too, you know, just to, uh, it's just give inspiration to a, a lot of people, you know, whether they have any, any type of issue or none at all. It's just, uh, it, it's brought a lot of, a lot of good out and, and, I, and I'm so proud of him and, uh, you know, my daughter, uh, how she's handled everything. And, and of course my wife, she's the ultimate warrior. And, yeah. uh, uh, and just uh, how everybody, you know, uh, the whole horse racing industry, how they've, <laughs> you know, welcomed us and treated us like family. And uh, I can't say enough about Godolphin, that, that whole organization, that how great they've been. And, uh, you know, this is, this is stories traveled around the world and stuff. And uh, I just, uh, uh, you know. It's pretty simple. I, I, I don't ask questions. I, I don't try to figure it out. I just admire every minute of it and soak it all in. As so, you should. As uh, you should, man. We yeah. really appreciate it. Well, you spent more time with us today than I think we had planned, but we really, really appreciate taking the time and telling us that story, Kelly. It's been uh, It's been fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Michelle, how do you feel? Yes, it was so great, and we're really thrilled to be along for the ride, and we're glad that you guys have had such an amazing experience, and thank you for sharing it so we could live vicariously through it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to do it, and, uh, you know, I was a little bit surprised. I thought maybe especially after him winning the dirt mile, he might retire him, but uh, – He's going to give it another go next year. So Let's we'll, do it. We'll see how that plays out. Well, we'll yeah. see, we'll see you yeah. and we'll see Cody at the races. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, sir. All right. Kelly Dorman here in the owner's box. We'll be right back. All right, Michelle, I had to go to break because I started to get emotional. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Really? No, it's, you know, you know Soapbox Billy. Um, it is not, it's amazing when I've said amazing, like 35 times, by the way, I just kept catching myself because I'm just sitting here listening to the story and I'm going, Oh, that's amazing. Um, horses are incredible creatures. And Mm -hmm. for that horse, I believe it. You know, you're going to hear people say, Oh no, it never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Bullshit. Um, you know, they, they have, these animals they they have something inside of them that just know and obviously there is a bond there and you can say it's cheesy and you can not believe it uh or you can you know be thrilled for this kid who's had nothing you know he's turning 17 this month um we just found out from kelly his father who you just heard about um that they're on their way to arizona he got an award michelle um, yes, the big sport of turfdom. The big sport of turfdom. The big sport of turfdom award. And, and Kelly never been on an airplane. They obviously they don't travel much with Cody, and it's just exciting times. And it's it's good for them. You know, it's it's and and as he said, I thought one of the most important things he said was just how inspirational it is to other children who who you know have grown up with with these you know health and medical issues and and what yeah. what you can do and why I mean wishes do come true. And I think that's what Cody's wish is all about. 
I love it. Right. So super great. Um, and what? thank you for the turf publicist of America, the TPA, who recognizes uh, the the group or the people that are involved I, with the big yeah. surf, surf Is that Spencer? Yeah, Spencer's in here eating candy. What's up? Oh, right. What's up, Spence? He just he just wanted me to open his candy. Oh, okay. Um, I I wanted to. Uh... Oh, no, I can't remember. Okay, what else? We, we have to close up the show because we, we went way we do. over. So, but... do want to thank, as we're kind of like drawing towards the end of the year, all of our sponsors um, because we couldn't do this show without you guys. That does include Gainsway and TaylorMade Stallions and Santa Anita and Delmar and Adelphi and Betmakers. Great and list of, course, of sponsors. Eatland. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, and of course, Keeneland. This particular show is brought to you by Keeneland. Your next opportunity at the World's Marketplace is the January Horses of All Ages sale, which begins Monday, January 9th. And you can go to keeneland.com forward slash sales for more information. And Billy, just kind of, I don't think that we had like a big recap show, although we talked about some of the highlights from the uh, sale from yeah. November. But it was pretty awesome. Um, obviously, they sold a fractional interest of Flightline for $4.6 million. million. The horse was Midnight Bisou, $5.5 million. In fact, 13 different horses sold for seven figures. So I think that was a huge number just showing not only the impact of the industry and how well we're doing right now, but also just the fact that everyone kind of congregates at Keeneland for, you know, the, the amazing horses that go through the ring there. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. Look, and Shannon Arvin's done such an incredible job there. And uh, all the people there who work there, great, great crew of people. And... The racing at Breeders' Cup was incredible. The Keeneland meets incredible, and the sales are top notch. That's uh, nothing more you can say about it. Uh, <clears throat> so happy for that. Coming up this weekend at Del Mar, it is closing weekend. Still three days of racing left. It is Friday. Uh, also Saturday, the Hollywood Derby, the Jimmy Durante, the Stormy Liberal, and then Sunday closing day, the Grade One Matriarch and the Cecil B. DeMille. Um, Colmus calls for karma. You said it's sold out for the weekend. I think so, but yeah, who cares? We'll make more room. Okay, try out, try, try and get it if you haven't gone. It's worth it. And uh, look at what a good guy Larry is. That was awesome. Great story. Yeah. Great story. Great story. Are you coming down to Del Mar this weekend or no? Um. Maybe Sunday, maybe. but not again. Maybe. Okay, maybe Sunday. Um, Michelle already thanked all of our sponsors who have made this year really just phenomenal. Uh, but more importantly, I think our, our people that listen to the show, uh, you guys, whoever you are out there that keep listening, and everywhere Michelle and I go, you kind of stop us and say, hey, I like your show. Or A lot of people reacted to that Micro Pulley show, Michelle. Um, oh my gosh, they love yeah, it. Yeah, so um, it, it, we we would. This is the reason we do this show is is for our audience and to tell the stories of of these owners and these interesting people in racing. We think we had so many great people this year. We really appreciate all our guests and uh, just want to thank you guys, um, Michelle. I've been watching uh, Ted Lasso. Have you watched <laughs> that show? No. Oh, it's very, it's very good. It's 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 very good. I feel like I feel like we all could be better people and be more positive and i think the the story we brought today with the cody's wish i think will set the tone maybe for 2023 i'm going to be a lot nicer to you wow it's amazing although i think i'm already pretty nice to you <laughs> Just think you are nice to me <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening to the owner's box we're going to take a little break uh we'll be back probably right before santa anita or right after santa anita uh, opening right day the day after christmas time. 
What's yeah, that? Right around that time. Right, right around, around that time. Look at reopening. Well, okay, so reopening day is. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Maybe so we'll, that would be our, may- yeah, we could maybe do a show Christmas. We'd we'll have to see what our guest availability is. If not, we'll for sure be back right after opening day. You got it, Michelle. I'll miss you until then. Miss you. Bye. Bye.